back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Tuesday to all of you. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. You're listening on the block, 93.7 The Ticket. We want to hear from you, 402-464-5685. That's the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Also, the Sarter Heyman text line. Head on over to Facebook. Head on over to YouTube. Head on over to Twitch. Head on over to Twitter. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, all that good stuff. We appreciate every single one of you for your interaction day in and day out. And we're going to get some great interaction hopefully now because we're going to bring in possibly the most flexible man, flexible man in Lincoln. Interpret that however you want to. Steve Simple, what's going on? <coughs> well, I'm not all that flexible. Um, <laughs> but I, I uh, will make time for you guys as oh. much as I can. Look at that. We feel Thank you, we Sip. feel honored and blessed to have you on our on our show, Sip. We appreciate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Steve Simple Husker online uh on three. First thing I gotta ask you, Sip, um Logan Smothers goes in for a series to end the first half. We don't see him again. Chubba Purdy struggles. What does that mean? What's gonna happen this Saturday? Well, I mean I think Chubba's number two. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, number two behind Casey, okay. and I think you'd see Chubba Purdy. Um, I mean, he's number two on the depth chart for a reason. It's, I, you never know for sure what these guys have in mind. Um, but um, I've, I've, I've regarded Chubba number two for the entire season, so that's what I think we'll see. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's significant work to be done. Yes. It doesn't get any easier continuously going down this this rabbit hole of a season that we've had. But what is your outlook on Minnesota and what they're going to try to do to Nebraska being what now they have on film? What do you think, Seth? Well, I mean, offensively, Minnesota will do what it does and, you know, they just do what they do, Eric. I mean, they're going to run it. They're going to they're going to pound it along the ground. They're going to they're going to try to play ball possession. Look at what they did against Rutgers. First first drive was a 19 play, 99 yard drive that took 10 minutes of clock time. 10:24 mm-hmm. to be exact. 19 plays, 99 yards, 10:24. They're they, you know they have one of the better running backs in the Big Ten, in Mo Ibrahim. And you know they're limited. I think their passing game is pretty limited. It's not. It's not. It's just not particularly scary. It's not bad. They got big tight end and Span Ford, uh, hyphen name Span Ford. A couple good receivers, okay receivers, and of course a, a, a six-year quarterback, um, Tanner Morgan. So that's they're going to do what they do. They're, it's pretty basic football they i mean i don't know if they're running as many slants as they have in the past but they were very slant you know they ran a lot of different variations of slant routes so that's it i mean um it's going to be tough for the defense but i'll tell you what now well i was talking to colton feats today um they're still scrapping over there they, they they're very interested in making a bowl game i don't think minnesota will come in here and have an easy time of it 
Um, but, you know, Nebraska does have to, you know, the conversation goes back to Nebraska's quarterback situation. And maybe it'll be Casey. I mean, you know, you heard today, Mickey didn't, Mickey Joseph didn't rule out Casey playing. Right. And um, we'll, I just have to see how the week goes. He's better. I mean, it sounds like Casey's better than Mickey thought he was going to be. It also could be, you know, Mickey trying to, you know, hold his cards close to his vest and not, not just say, look, it's going to be a backup and Minnesota can, pre- can prepare for Chuba. I don't know. See, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to see on all that. Steve Simple on three, Husker online. Sip, I, I keep want to. I want to dive in a little bit more to this quarterback conversation because it's so fascinating to me. What do you think is going to be the game plan? Say Casey Thompson isn't able to go. Do you think we'll see a little bit of a different scheme? And say, for example, if it is Logan Smothers, do you think we see something similar to kind of the playbook last year against Iowa? It's just such an interesting situation to me because whatever happened against Illinois certainly didn't work. No, and I don't know. Like, you know, with Smothers, it looked like Illinois, by the way, was ready for it. Like, I, I think they were ready for mm. that run element. Yeah. It, I think on the third play, he ran basically what, you know, we call zone read, read zone, option, zone read option play, and man, and I mean, it was, they were completely ready for right. it. Um, and so I don't think you get the surprise element. I think we're looking at, I just think, I mean, I think we're looking at Chuba has a better shot of starting than okay. Logan. Um, and then, yeah, you'd have to tailor it to Chubb. And I don't know what you do there. I, Chubb, um, I thought Chubb, okay, okay, go back to the spring game. Chubb threw it downfield pretty well in that game. Um, right. And that's what I was kind of going off of now. No tackling. You can't, you, he couldn't get sacked. He's not facing the Illinois right. defense live. And it looked a little different, you know. So, how, now Chubba can run. He's more of a runner than a Casey. Probably much more of a runner than Casey. Actually, Chubba was a was a officially a dual threat quarterback in high right, school, right. and he and you know he had a game at Florida State where he put up a big running number, but it wasn't designed runs. If you look back at that, he had a game I think it was against NC State where he had over fifty yards rushing, but it was scrambles. Um, so it's not like I don't think you'd. You'd, you'd have a lot of design runs for Chubba. Um, I don't know what you do if you're Whipple, but um, you got to uh, – yeah, are they going to cater the offense to Chubba or are they just going to make Chubba kind of do what – try to do what Casey always did? Right. I just think that's hard. That's hard. It's a hard ask because he doesn't throw it downfield as well as Casey. Yeah. So here, here's another thing – I Exhibition is now over for men's basketball. Let's transition a little bit, Sip. Uh, okay. You've got Fred is, you know, probably some are still considering on a hot seat there. Uh, it's been a hot seat year for most men's coaches, except some of the ones that are uh, doing quite well on the volleyball side. And we know baseball is pretty secure right now. I don't think anything else is is, is uh, in, in trouble. But uh, they they got off to a great start. And we had the the things that we're used to seeing in Nebraska basketball is these long stretches of not being able to get a freaking basket at all in any form or fashion, no matter how good the looks are. 
Is this something that we're 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 thinking is attributed to the loss of Walker, uh, some of that stability, or is this just something that Nebraska just has to look forward to, and and that's why they have to rely more on their defense in order to try to eliminate some of these long stretches. I don't know. They have shooters. Wiltshire, Wiltshire, uh, you know, I think Wiltshire's a good shooter. He shot the ball well down the stretch last year. I think Sam can shoot it. Breidenbach is a is a big man who can shoot it. They, uh, I think they have a, a few guys that that can do it. I mean, I don't. I'm not as familiar with Ben Dommel and, and Gary and what they what they look like on the perimeter. Um, but I mean. <laughs> I don't think that Nebraska is going to go into the Big Ten and scare a lot of people as a defensive and rebounding team right now. It's, they can be better at those, in those in those ways, but that's not. It just seems like a. It just seems like you're banking on something that you've thrown together pretty fast. You know, I mean, new assistant coach comes in who's defensive-oriented, Fred changes up everything. Or not changes up everything, but changes the mindset quite a bit. How quickly can that be effective? Do you have the players to do it? Um, <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, sometimes I don't think we think about what we're saying. I mean, you got to go beat teams like Michigan State who've had systems in place for years, uh, years. Um, coaches who, who have tons of experience, um, it's I don't know. I mean, it seems like a reach to me. You just like they better start shooting it better is what I'd say. Sib, I, I want to dive into that a little bit more. I like that Strix moved over to the basketball side of things because we know less than a week away before Nebraska will host Maine. Uh, again, Steve Sipple on three Husker online. We've seen so much in college football that there's a move. There's a coaching change move in the middle of the season. Now, However you want to interpret the, the situation with Nebraska basketball, do you see any scenario where they would make a move midseason, or do you think this is one of those, we're going to let it play out no matter what? I don't. I mean, Trev's got his hands full right, right now. Right. Um, it, it, would require quite a, it would require quite a shift by him to move right in to a, from a football search to a basketball search or in a firing process. You know, <laughs> seems like a lot. Um, I you can't you can't say it's not Trev's style because he just did it in football. Right. Uh, the schedule. See why I'm pausing and why it's sort of an awkward conversation is because the <laughs> schedule is such the non-con, the non-conference schedule is such that yeah, it, it could get it could get a little dicey quickly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't rule anything out right now. I mean, the athletic did a story about it. Um, about coaches on the hot seat and who could go first, and Fred was atop the list um, on a, for a lot of writers, uh, for a lot of experts. So yeah, I mean it could happen. I mean he's nine and fifty. Everything's on the table, boys. <laughs> I mean that's it. When you're nine and fifty in the Big Ten, uh, I mean my counsel to Trev would be to don't screw around with this. Yeah. I mean, you can't let this become a joke. I mean that you can't because nine and fifty is a joke. Okay, that's what that is. Um, a nine and fifty record in the Big Ten, uh, and then and then you know most people are picking them to finish last. Oh, I mean, how far you want to go with this conversation? Yeah, that, that's a fair point, Strick. Or, excuse me, Sip. And, and when you say that nine and fifty, I mean that's just that's, yeah. 
tough to hear. Uh, last question I have for you, flipping back over to the football side, um, what are kind of the biggest things that you want to see from Nebraska going to this one? Because I know that they're 15-point underdogs. They're going to be at home. It's 11 o'clock game. Just what are some of the things that you're looking out for in this one for Nebraska? Well, I mean, you're going to have to – well, here's what I'm looking for. What they did against Chase Brown, it, it was pretty good. What I saw I on defense, I don't, I don't have a lot of problems with, with the way they rallied to the ball. They had, they had guys to the ball. The reason you didn't see Brown running downfield is if he broke a tackle, they'd have a guy there, another guy there, um, or another two guys there, and that's the way you do it, and that's the way they got to do it with Ibrahim. Um, Ibrahim's no better, in my opinion, than Chase Brown. I don't think anybody would. I don't think he's – now, here's the deal, though. Ibrahim has 16 straight 100-yard games for a reason. He ran 36 times for 159 yards. He ran 36 times for 159 yards against the nation's six-ranked defense at Rutgers, okay? He's he going to be tough. But if you can do what you did last Saturday, this Saturday, you can, hold, you, can, you can hold him to a number that would put you in a position to win if your offense can get squared away. And, I, you know, you're not going to see a defense in Minnesota as good as Illinois. Again, Nebraska's just going to have to scrap one out any way it can. I mean, it would really help if they got another pump block. You know, if they added, I think, fourth, if they had a fourth pump block for the season, that would help. Something like that, long return. Um, special teams, you know, if, they, if it could get in the act like it did against Illinois, that would be very helpful. Um, you know, if you can – if you – can generate a couple of turnovers that gives you favorable field position, which, you know, Chubba didn't take advantage of. And it's, it's a lot of the reason that Mickey was upset with him. Those are the kind of things that got to happen. It's just, you know what the deal is. If they're going to win, if Nebraska is going to win this game, it's going to have to win it late. And it's going to have to win it because it just outscrapped them because they're not better than Minnesota. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because that uh, spread keeps ballooning. I don't know if maybe that's yeah. part of, Casey Thompson not playing. I don't know if it's the 11 o'clock kickoff. I'm not entirely sure, but it just keeps uh, blowing up higher and higher, and we're sitting at about 15 now. Sip, if people want to get more great coverage from you, getting ready for Minnesota, how can they do so? Well, I just read HuskerOnline.com. Um, that, you know, Robin Washit covers that basketball team really thoroughly. He's predicted a 10-win season for Nebraska okay. um, um, overall. Um you know, Abby Barmore covers volleyball. Sean and I, you know, we all cover football, all of us to a certain extent. Right. Brian Munson covers recruiting. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go to HuskerOnline.com right now. Sip, we appreciate you as always. Hopefully this time next week we're talking about a Nebraska win. Who knows? <laughs> that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would. All right, Sip, we appreciate you. All right, see you later. See you later. All right, there he goes, Steve Sipple, Husker Online uh, on three network. Great stuff from him, as always. We greatly appreciate him stepping in, breaking down some Minnesota. And like I said, that spread it keeps getting just a bit higher, higher and higher. So uh, hopefully that comes back down. We'll see. I guess it probably depends on the quarterback situation. That's probably going into it. But we got to take a quick break, and you know what that means. It's about time to play Shootout with Strick. Your chance to win 15 one five. Count it. $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline. All you got to do is call. Shootout with Strick coming up next on The Block. Block.